Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So I want to leave a link down in the description for you guys talking about the up-and-coming recession. A lot of people feel that we are headed into a recession. And that would make a lot of sense when you think about how aggressive the Federal Reserve plans on raising the interest rates and that this is going to put a damper on consumer spending. It's going to put a slowdown on home purchases. The whole economy is going to I'm going to slow down on account of the rising of interest rates and the and the pushback on consumer spending. That's what essentially the Federal Reserve is attempting to do. And if they raise interest rates as aggressively as they say they are, they plan on raising raising the Fed funds rate up to like over three percent, three and a half percent. The Fed funds rate is a target rate. It's as if they wrote it on the wall and said, okay, this is what we're shooting for. The effective funds rate is the real rate that the banks end up lending to each other on an overnight basis. The Federal Reserve is trying to target that, right? So that's when they say we have a Fed funds rate. That is a target. The effective funds rate is the real rate that the banks end up lending to each other. So when the Federal Reserve adjusts their Fed funds rate, they're actually adjusting what the big banks lend to each other, and that is the basis of all lending after that. So when the Federal Reserve adjusts their Fed funds rate up to that 2 to 2.5%, this is the idea of neutral, right? This is the presumed right uh, position of neutral, where the Federal Reserve has put the big banks in a position where they are no longer accommodating nor restricting the economy. Now, this is important to think about because if they're anything under that, they're accommodating. No matter what they're doing with the balance sheet or interest rates, even if they're raising interest rates, they may be raising interest rates, which makes things maybe a little bit more difficult. But if they're under that 2 to 2.5%, two that neutral rate, then they're still accommodating the economy. That's something important to think about because we may not be able to get over that 2 to 2.5%, no matter how much the Federal Reserve screams about it. So right now, they're barely getting started. Right? They're just getting started on lifting those Fed funds rates. They haven't even made it to 1% yet. When they do raise interest rates and they raise them aggressively, it is to get the markets to behave. It is a credible threat and this is something that I have talked about many times and it's something that we have to be well aware of because they even say it themselves they're forward guidance job owning front loading I mean everything that they say that they're gonna do they say way ahead so that they can get the markets to participate in there before they actually do anything they don't want the markets to have a um, shock event right the taper tantrum that took place before where they just all of a sudden started doing tapering without really announcing that they were going to do it and the market flipped out about it and so they're not doing that this time they're going to tell them way ahead of time before they do it so by the time they actually make an adjustment to their monetary policy the markets have already absorbed that news they're not shocked by it by any means and they just continue on without really any change to that uh, to that Fed funds rate or to the monetary policy change that they make. And this is the way they plan on doing it for ever. I mean, I think, I mean, it's just pretty much crying wolf because if they ever do get it to that two and a half percent, that's when they're going to start restricting the economy. So think about that for just a bit. Okay. 
they're going to be raising interest rates. There's going to be loads of news out there about how the Federal Reserve and the rising of interest rate has slowed like consumer spending and brought inflation down. Okay, This is going to be like the main news out there. The rising of interest rates from the Federal Reserve has put a cap on inflation in the consumer spending. Okay, This is what they're going to say. But it's not going to be a cap on consumer spending. The consumers are still going to spend. They have to spend. You have to have, you know, your your living expenses. The problem with it is, is that most of it's going to end up going to food and energy because those are the most expensive things out there. So this is like really, this is the way it's going to end up going down. Federal Reserve is going to start raising interest rates. All of a sudden, we're going to start finding that there's going to be a lot more stuff coming into the country, which is going to put a cap on inflation. Things like food and fuel and the necessities of life are going to get quite expensive. So those things are going to be very difficult to source out. But things like TVs, cars, anything that's like was part of like, you know, the pandemic stay at home kind of thing going on. That's that's over. That's not going to happen anymore. And those items are going to get a whole lot cheaper. So you're going to see those things coming down and people are going to point at it and saying, look, the Federal Reserve and the raising of interest rates has slowed down the inflation. You can just see it right there as how couches and TVs and everything else are getting cheaper. But that's not the case. It's just because things are coming into the country in a more reliable fashion. I mean, think about it. I said it a long time ago that once the COVID mandates and all that stuff came to an end, that we would start seeing supplies coming into the country in a lot more efficient manner. And that's exactly what's happening. I mean, even Denmark right now has gotten rid of all vaccine requirements. Like you can't, you don't even have to go, like they're not even telling the people to go down and get boosters or anything else like that. They can, you can go down and get it, but they're not telling the people they're done with it. They're like, nope, it's over. We're, we're absolutely done with it. So in my opinion, that is so that their economy will start running at full steam, right? Now look at the one place, the one place where there are still major lockdowns taken, happening, in China, right? And what is the one place that they're really still trying to get that inflation up where, like, the rest of the planet got? China. They never got that inflation quite up to what it was. Now, yes, they did have issues with energy and commodities and all that other stuff that was happening there, but they did not get the inflation, crazy inflation like everywhere else did because they had new money constantly pouring in and they're looking for that inflation they were looking for the the growth the continual growth that wasn't going to take place just in the housing or real estate market i mean this is this i really believe this is the why, why you saw more lockdowns taking place in china is because they really wanted to get that growth to to happen inside of like the inflation type of scenario. Anyway, time will tell when it's all said and done, what really happened with the vaccines, what really happened with the pandemic. You're gonna find that in five years, if COVID is just completely gone, like nobody's talking about it. Like it's not an issue one, nobody even cares. It's not even a household name anymore. It's just completely out of here. You're gonna know that it was pretty well faked. It was blowing well out of proportion. Now. I'm not saying it was fake, like it was not a real sickness. I got sick, like I got COVID and got sick from it and it was no fun. But the reaction that took place was so unreal. It was, 
put it this way, had they had the Federal Reserve and the Treasury not had the excuse of COVID, what were they going to use to save the housing market? What were they going to do to, to bail out the corporations? What were they going to do to try and get the inflation that they were so desperate to try and find? That we know that they were desperate to try and find from the John Williams speech from 2018, just before all this kicked in. I mean, if they didn't have if they didn't have COVID to blame this on, we would have saw a housing market crash and we would have seen corporations going going bankrupt. That's what we would have had. But they were able to bail them out. They were able to bail them out with the COVID and keeping everybody home. They told everybody to say, hey, man, you don't have to come into work. You don't even have to pay your bills. You don't have to do anything. We're going to give you a bunch of money and you get to you get to stay in your place and nobody gets evicted or foreclosed on. I mean, if you do that, then there is no housing market crash because you just completely papered over the top of it. And then if you have a credible threat where you put out a special purpose vehicle that is funded with hundreds of billions of dollars and the only way that you can actually have this special purpose vehicle is because you have the unusual and exigent circumstance of the pandemic and with that special purpose vehicle you put out the credible threat that you're going to go and buy a bunch of corporate debt and the markets freak out and go and buy a bunch of corporate debt ahead of you and then you don't have to fund the corporations anymore because they got all the debt that they want they got all the cash they need by selling that cheap cheap debt and then the pandemic comes to an end and you don't have to bail out the corporations. They're already done. So the next recession we go into, they're already sitting on their cash. <laughs> Man, I am a babbler. All right, uneducated economist. You guys let me know.